Welcome to Disclaimers Aside, a podcast where I share the raw and honest stories of people in my community, Disclaimers Aside. I'm your host, Aisada Amadou, and let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm a little nervous recording this podcast episode because I'm recording in a study room at the engineering library here at UC Berkeley, but the study rooms have clear glass walls, so I'm literally exposed. Everyone can see me recording this podcast episode, and I'm pretty sure that the glass also doesn't hold sound well, so they can probably hear half of what I'm saying. But nonetheless, we're going to record today's podcast episode because that's what being a content creator in college is like. If you guys didn't listen to last week's podcast episode, definitely go give it a listen. It is an episode specifically me just kind of reflecting and sharing what it's kind of like navigating college as a Muslim student. Even if you're not someone who is Muslim, I think it is very valuable to hear a conversation like that because I think it kind of opens your mind to thinking about other experiences and maybe opens your mind to think about maybe ways that you can help create a safer environment for Muslim students in America. Also, if you guys only listen to my podcast episodes, this is a friendly reminder that I also post videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash Aisara Amadou. It's always linked in the show notes. I never know whether people discover me off of my podcast or my YouTube or my TikTok, but I always like to kind of cross promote and cross-direct people to some of my other streams of content. And while you're at it, make sure you're following Disclaimers Aside on Instagram because you don't want to miss out on the community. So recently in the past week, I moved to college, I moved to UC Berkeley. That's what today's episode is going to be about. So we'll get into that, we'll dive into that, we'll kind of talk about that in a little bit. But right now, something that I'm really looking forward to is tomorrow my friends and I are going to the weekend concert in santa clara i've never been to santa clara but it's like i believe like a suburb city in the bay area anyways it's like an hour away from berkeley so we're going to see the weekend in concert he's going to be performing after hours as well as dawn fm and then some of his later songs or earlier songs his earlier music and the weekend is just an artist that i have always wanted to see in concert this is really exciting because this is my first concert i'm going with two of my friends and I'm very excited. I love the weekend. I will say one thing I'm not the most excited about is him performing some of his newer music, specifically off the Don FM album. I'm personally not a fan. I love After Hours. That was my favorite album of the year when it came out, but I'm not a huge fan of Don FM. So we'll see how that goes. I've already kind of like started to like listen to the playlist of the songs that he's predicted to perform but either way i think it'll be a really really fun experience we got like the cheapest tickets possible honestly just because we're going for the vibes we're not you know out here trying to get a good seat but i've heard really good things about the stadium like i've heard it's a really big stadium and i think it's outdoors so i will give you guys a recap and an update on how that experience goes in next week's episode but also stay tuned because i will try and vlog as much as possible and I'll probably include it in my first week of college vlog over on YouTube. So before we get into the main portion of the episode, I want to do some podcast polls. I'm going to post these on the Instagram story so that you guys can actually vote. The first poll is studying at home versus studying outside. I am always 
I always will be. I never will be someone who likes to study outside. I just, I can't study at home. I'm not as motivated or inspired to study at home. I get burnt out a lot easier and I feel like I'm a lot more focused when I'm studying like cafes or libraries or even studying like outside. I will find the most creative places to study and that is just kind of the way that I stay motivated. Next one is paper notes versus digital notes. Professors love when students take paper notes. I don't know why. I swear in like two out of the three classes that I'm signed up for this semester or two out of the four, I've had professors like assign research articles on why taking notes on paper is better than typing or digital notes. I just can't. My hand cramps up. I'm really not the fastest writer. I could go on and on about why I love doing everything on a digital platform. Pete's versus Phil's. Okay, I will always be a Phil's gal. I really think that people that live in the Bay Area are really lucky to have feels like everywhere in orange county they only have one and it's like a 20 25 minute drive it's all the way in costa mesa but now that i'm going to school in the bay area in a more urban area they have both fills and pete's and a bunch of other coffee shops my go-to fills order is the mocha tesoro with a splash of oat milk next one is new england aesthetic versus dark academia aesthetic this one is hard because i admire and i love a good new england fall i love a good new england aesthetic but I think I'm gonna have to go with dark academia. I was thinking about this recently because I feel like Berkeley's campus is very dark academia vibes. And I'm really excited for when it gets like colder and darker and I'm really just living out my dark academia best life. Last one is podcast versus audiobooks. What do you listen to when you are on a walk? Recently, I've been more into podcasts. I have not been listening to audiobooks, but every once in a while, I find a good audiobook that I can get engrossed in. Okay, the check-in question for this week is how do you plan on taking care of yourself this week? I'll post this also on the Instagram stories and I like to post your guys' responses. I didn't even prepare a response for this one, actually. I wrote the outline to today's podcast episode yesterday and I didn't even think about how I plan on taking care of yourself this week. I feel like it's safe to say going to the concert and also I want to sleep in on Sunday because I've been waking up early every single day. I'm the type of person where when I'm in college, I wake up really, really early for some odd reason. Like my sleep schedule just magically gets fixed in college. And then when I get home, my sleep schedule is like out the window. So I think I want to sleep in on Sunday. I feel like just like taking that extra time to sleep in is always a great form of self-care. Today's unpopular opinion, disclaimers aside, I actually love going back to school um, more than even like starting summer vacation. There's something about a new school year and that renewed inspiration that just always lights a fire in me. I remember when I was in elementary school, I wasn't the best at school when I was younger. I definitely took like the extra time needed to mature, but in elementary school, I would always start off the year so strong and like so motivated. And then as the year went on, I would just kind of decline in my motivation, decline in my self-control and self-discipline and become a worse student as the year went on. But I always am just so inspired by a new school year and I feel like a lot of the times the summers can feel a little too long. This summer was like the perfect length and so I'm really happy to be, you know, back in school starting new classes and like I'm really excited to just like learn with this new school year. So today's episode is going to be about moving to college. I'm going to be honestly like recapping this past week and a half because it's been a lot. I want to also like incorporate some some tips, tricks, advice if you guys are going to be moving to college for the first time. I'm on the semester system, so 
I'm starting like a month earlier than I would have if I had gone to a quarter system school. If you guys are new and this is your first podcast episode that you're listening to, I'm a junior transfer student at UC Berkeley. I transferred from UCSC and I'm majoring in political science. I would say my least favorite part about the college experience is honestly the packing. I really hate packing. It's really stressful for me, like the idea of trying to cram all of my life into a little dorm. It just stresses me out. I have four tips for packing. I would say, number one, make a list at least a week in advance of like the things that you need because you're always going to have that situation where you're going to remember, oh shoot, I should have packed this, I should have packed that. So make start making your list like a week in advance so you don't forget anything. If you're driving up to your school like I did, I think it's okay to pack a little bit more. And then worst case scenario, if your parents are driving back, remember that they can take stuff back with them. In terms of a wardrobe and like clothes, try and pack a capsule wardrobe. I really cannot stress this enough. Remember that you're in college and yes, you want to dress dress well and express yourself through clothing. But also, if you pack a capsule wardrobe, it'll be a lot easier rather than packing clothes that are very trendy and cute in the moment, but then you can't like repeat them. You can't get away with repeating them as much. And lastly, there's a trick. You can like look it up on YouTube, but this is also having to do with packing your clothes is where you put your, you basically hang your clothes in your um, closet and then you use a trash bag to like tie it up and then that way when you get to school you can just like put your clothes directly in your closet and you don't have to rehang everything the move-in process was as i mentioned stressful so i'm not usually a procrastinator but i did procrastinate in this aspect and i waited until like the last minute possible not the night before but like two nights before to pack everything in a car essentially i'm from orange county so we were making the i think it's like seven or eight hour drive from orange county to berkeley I just couldn't, I cannot be that girly that like flies and just ships my stuff. That's what one of my roommates did and I genuinely don't know how she did it because I am a maximalist. I'm gonna admit it as much as I would love to be a minimalist, I'm a maximalist and I need to bring all my stuff. So we drove up, we did the eight hour drive. On the drive there, I I slept the first two hours and then I watched the Pretty Little Liars reboot which oh my god i've been wanting to like talk to people about it because i loved the original pretty little liars as a kid like i I think i watched it in either middle or high school i think it was middle school yeah it was middle school it was my favorite show in middle school and so when they announced that they were making a reboot i was honestly scared because the gossip girl reboot was trash and so i wasn't even planning on watching this and then i saw a clip on tiktok it was the line where um, the the character that's a ballerina, I forgot her name, she's black. She gets this role as the black swan. I believe it's like the main role in the ballet. And then this white girl named Karen comes up to her and she's like, you only got the role because you're... And then she stops instead of filling the blank and saying black. And then the black girl's like, what? Say it, Karen. I'm like, okay, I gotta watch the show. So I started watching the show. It's it's interesting i don't think it's as bad as like the gossip girl reboot but i don't think it's like anything phenomenal i think it's just like a reboot you know you got to go into it with low expectations you can't compare it to the original it's very creepy my friend told me that the producers like the people that created the music for the conjuring also created the music for this one so that kind of helps 
create such a like creepy vibe to it it's very scary i'm on episode seven so i'm pretty close to finishing it i just have been really really busy but i've been i've been liking it i'll give you guys like more of my thoughts when i actually finish the first season but if you watch pretty little pretty little liars and you're looking for something to watch check it out it's on hbo max so we stopped a few times on the way there i have a small bladder so i i always gotta you know stop to use the restroom we stopped to eat mcdonald's yeah we ate mcdonald's it was crazy i swore that i would not eat mcdonald's after watching that you know mcdonald's documentary where they reveal what they use in their meat and i haven't eaten mcdonald's in like eight nine years like i genuinely was planning on never eating mcdonald's but we only had time for one stop and it just happened to be where there was a mcdonald's and i was so hungry so i had chicken nuggets for the first time in 10 10 years i gotta say they're actually not that good i don't know why i was obsessed with them as a kid but I don't know, maybe it's because I love Chick-fil-A so much now. So we stayed in a hotel in Berkeley. I genuinely can't remember what the name of it was called, but honestly, it's not worth it because I do not recommend staying in this hotel. It was a one stars. I just remember it was like by the water and it was like a 15, 20 minute drive from campus. When it comes to moving into college, you have to book your hotels early. You have to book everything early because everything sells out sells out really quickly. Everyone's going to be wanting to stay in the nearest and best hotels. So book as soon as you know when your move-in date is. Do not wait. I think I got my move-in date and then we waited like a few weeks. But honestly, I don't think there are that great hotels in the Berkeley area. So if you're specifically going to be moving to uc berkeley in the future i would maybe recommend possibly staying somewhere outside of berkeley like you could even do like san jose or san francisco and then come a day early and then drive up the hour whatever your commute is the day of your move-in but the hotel we stayed in was terrible it was basically a motel not a great place that we stayed but I only had to sleep there, I think, for one night anyway, so it wasn't a big deal because we came in the night before my move-in. That night, we were exhausted, so we went to Eureka, and we ate at Eureka. It's like this um, like this steak place, but it was really good. And then we explored downtown Berkeley at night, and I, I really liked downtown Berkeley at night. I still haven't been back to downtown Berkeley at night because you know berkeley is kind of a sketchy area so you definitely don't want to go there unless you're with like a a big group of friends but it was really nice this was my second time seeing the campus but it was my first time with my family so they were kind of like just getting to see like little bits and pieces of the campus because we didn't have much time but genuinely this like affirmed like i am at the right place because i don't know it's like a traditional campus on main campus and then outside of main campus it's a beautiful downtown area it's kind of like a little bit of a city not a huge city but like a smaller city and i think that kind of allows me to gain the best of both worlds in that experience so move-in day was the next day i had a move-in time for 4 p.m i was upset about it because basically we spent the whole day kind of waiting like sitting ducks and then then it was a bunch of stress at 4 p.m when it was my move-in time I was really shocked at the room that I got because online they had videos of like what a possible configuration of what our room would be and it didn't look anything like it. So not only was I shocked, 
shocked. My roommates were also shocked because we all thought the room would look different and, you know, the video made the room look better. So it was very, dis it was a disappointment. I'm not going to lie. We all have wardrobe closets, which are significantly smaller than built-in closets like we thought we were going to get. And so it was really stressful moving in with all of my stuff, especially the clothes because the closets were so small. And then at the same time, it was not only just me moving in, but it was my other two roommates moving in at the same time. So it was kind of a lot. And the entire time I was unpacking, my my mom and my dad and my sister were all like, you have too many stuff. You need to take this back. You need to take that back. And I was just like panicking, trying to put everything away in time so that we could actually have dinner. I just wanted to finish everything because they were leaving in the morning the next day. So it was a lot, but we ended up finishing. I sent back some stuff home. I had to say goodbye to my chocolate brown puffer. Hopefully I'll get to bring it back for winter when it gets colder. My housing situation is I'm living on campus. I'm living in a quad. So it's like me and three other girls. Honestly, it's not what I wanted. I wanted to be in a single or a double, but with housing in the Bay Area, you just kind of get what you get and you count yourself lucky that you even got housing but i live in a suite so it's just it's our room and then a bunch of other rooms and then we share a bathroom i think there are like 15 people in our suite it's kind of a lot but everyone's been super nice so far and we share a bathroom with two showers and two toilets and then like four sinks and then we also share a living room and a kitchen table the living room and the kitchen table is probably the nicest part of the suite it's like a decently sized living room and kitchen and I think it's just nice to have that extra space I feel like in college to like be able to like get out of your room but also be in your home wherever that is because it can be a lot just like being in the in the dorms a lot and that's that's something that I recommend to freshmen is like do not spend a lot of time in your dorm like try and go out and you know stay spend time outside of your dorm as much as possible because that's I feel like how you get burnt out and like can start to get depressed I said goodbye to my parents. They left early in the morning. It definitely wasn't as hard as last year because I was accustomed to like a whole year, you know, living far away from home. And I was really excited. And that was kind of like the start of orientation week, which we moved in like a week early because they had orientation week planned for us. And we had no idea what was coming. I had no idea what they were planning. I assumed like you know, tours of the school, like speeches, like that type of thing. Um, they had our days packed. We were so, so busy. They had our days planned from like 9 in the morning up to like 10 p.m. at night. And it was a lot. So the first day they took us into like the big main gym and they gave us a bunch of speeches, you know, pumping us up, motiv motivating us for the year. And then they basically told us, like, in terms of orientation stuff, like, you can kind of pick and choose what you want to go to. And so in my head, I was like, no, I'll go to as much as possible. Like, why would I tap out? This is what I'm here for. And then I realized very quickly that they were having us do so much stuff. And it wasn't, like, all, I feel like, useful. I felt like a lot of it was just kind of, like, fluff. My roommates and I were actually in the same orientation group, which was nice. And so that first day we did like about half of the stuff and then about 3 p.m. we were just exhausted and we noticed that it wasn't really all that useful or necessary. So we kind of like went back to our rooms, took a break, tapped out, and then just started going to um, the things that we thought were necessary or the things that were mandatory. Like they had a sexual assault training 
and they did that in a really cool form of like a play which i've never experienced before they actually got like theater and drama students put on a play to kind of like depict boundaries and like resources when it comes to like assault and things like that and other just issues that you experience in college and i liked that format a lot because i feel like a lot of the times you get these boring 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 training videos that you kind of just like space out and not even pay attention to but like this was actually more engaging and i feel like it really put into perspective like the resources that you have access to and like how to implement them or like use them so then they had at night they would always have like little events and stuff they had a comedy night they brought in a persian comedian who was so funny they brought in this girl to do like the um what is it called she was like the opener for him and so she sung and she was on the voice which was crazy her her trainer was ariana grande and her voice sounded like a mix of billy eilish and ariana grande so that was really cool they had like a carnival that they brought on campus they had karaoke night they had drag bingo they had a paint night they just had like really fun of like cute little events at night and then during the day they would have like traditional orientation stuff they also had an excursion planned for us so my friends and i chose to go on a cruise but you could go to like an art museum or you could go to a networking event thing i chose the cruise just because i feel like we're gonna have you know two years to network and all those opportunities but i thought the cruise would be fun it was like a bay cruise so we took the the ship where we got on the ship in berkeley or oakland i don't know exactly where we were and we took it all the way through to where like the golden gate bridge was and back so it was like a few hours and that was really really nice it was beautiful weather overall um orientation week was very exhausting because we were walking so much you do a lot of walking on this campus and honestly i'm so glad that i got used to the walking at santa cruz because it made it a lot easier but it was really nice i was just very tired at the end of every single day so by the time the first week of classes this week rolled around I was very exhausted and low-key like not ready for classes to start in terms of classes this semester I was going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to take 16 units or not so the standard for a semester system school is 13 units and I signed up for 16 because there was just all these classes I wanted to take and there was a class that I there are some classes that I have to take and I just wanted to do it all and I was really unsure of, of whether I wanted to stick with 16 units because I feel like I probably could have handled the workload but I was worried because my classes were back to back with like no period of time in between as a break so Tuesdays and Thursdays I would have had class from 11 to 4 and then from 5 to 6 another class and that just I feel like would have been too much especially like this first semester because I think it's important to find a balance in college I think it's important to be, be able to try new things and you know see what you like and then obviously drop the things that you don't want to you don't have time for you don't want to dedicate um, your energy towards but I wanted to give myself the space in my schedule or this the time in my schedule to be able to like try things and get involved, especially as a transfer student because I only have two years here. Even though it hurt, I made the executive decision to drop the Middle Eastern history class that I had signed up for. It was, I feel like it would have been such an interesting class, but I also consoled myself that it's going to be offered in a future semester and I still have three more semesters, so... 
I'm really glad that I did that. I think just seeing the layout of campus and how much walking you have to do and how tired you can get, I really just like pushed me to just drop the class. And you know, I made that decision for myself and I'm really happy that I made it. I did it before classes started so that I didn't get, you know, overwhelmed or invested. And I feel like if I had went to the first day of classes, it would have been all the more harder to actually drop. But since I dropped that class, I had to sign up for at least one unit. So I signed up for what's called a Berkeley Connect class. I still don't really know what the class is gonna be like because we didn't meet this week, but we're gonna have our first week of classes next week. But essentially we just meet once a week and from the description you kind of go to panels and like work with faculty and professors in whatever field like theme you cho you chose so i just chose history because it was the only open one i have no idea what we're gonna do there's no other descriptors but it it's only one unit and it's only one hour of class and then two hours of work outside of class so i feel like it'll be easy to just kind of balance with the rest of my workload this semester but i think this semester i'm really I'm just looking forward to you know taking a lot more niche classes let me actually run through the classes that I signed up for because some of them are really interesting so I signed up for the politics of war that's probably the most interesting class the professor that teaches it has such good reviews and I really saw it in that first day of class we're actually it's funny because we're reading a lot of material that I read sophomore year of high school in honors English too like we read the poem Dulce at Decorum Est which was like a poem that I wrote an essay on and we're also reading a bunch of novels two of which include All Quiet on the Western Front and The Things They Carried and I read both of those in high school so the class is going to be really interesting he's having us watch movies too and like write a paper on like five different movies from different periods of w different periods of time and they're all war movies and he said he like really vetted and selected the best movies possible he just seems like a great professor and I feel like it's always nice to find a really good professor in college because my hack is like I just keep on signing up for their classes like over and over and over again because if you have a good professor honestly even if the subject matter changes usually it ends up just being a really good class so I'm really excited about that class. And then I'm taking a French contemporary politics class. I had that first class yesterday on Zoom because he was moving in his children to college. I think that one's like a little bit of a smaller um, class because there were only like 50 people in the Zoom compared to like the, the hundreds of people that you can often find in big lectures. I had to take intro to American politics, kind of a disappointment, but they didn't take one of my classes from UCSC, so I have to take that intro class again. And that class is huge. It has like 600 people in it. It's, an, it's actually insane. Yeah, and also that class has a lot of freshmen I noticed, so. And then the last class, as I mentioned, was the Berkeley Connect class. But overall, as I mentioned, I'm really excited to having really niche classes in my major and just like taking very interesting classes and and learning because I feel like at Santa Cruz they didn't have a huge variety when it came to legal studies and politics. Another thing I'm really excited and looking forward to is being able to just meet new people. College is an opportunity to meet a lot of new people and whether that be in clubs or orgs or classes. Recently, as I've been walking around campus, it's been so nice because I've been seeing a lot of Muslim students, which is something that 
you don't always get to see. It's really comforting. It's not something that I'm used to, but it's really comforting. And I'm excited to become a member of MSA and like try and get involved in that. One thing I will have to mention that I've noticed in my week and a half here is club discrimination. Berkeley has a notorious reputation of having clubs and organizations be really hard to get into and really competitive. My first week here, a continuing student was saying that a lot of clubs discriminate against transfer students they don't like to accept, or they don't just flat out accept transfer students, and that getting into a club, like you have to write essays, you have to interview, you have to do all this stuff. To me, that is so ridiculous. Like, I feel like, wouldn't you just want more people in your club or organization? Like, to me, it's so ridiculous. I think obviously you want to have people in your org that are going to like work hard and like contribute and like make the club actually fulfill the mission that it set out to fulfill but i think at the same time it's like a whole nother thing to be discriminatory towards transfer students and to make it as hard as like a job interview because i think transfer students do offer a lot different experiences and necessary and valuable experiences to the table than continuing students and it doesn't invalidate the fact that they also work just as hard to get into an institution just because they transferred. People transfer from different places and so they have different things to offer to the table but I don't know for me I have kind of I'm setting forth on this new school year where I'm I'm only going to enter spaces and I'm only going to join things where my energy and my voice is wanted and needed because I just don't have time to be dealing with organizations that have limiting and closed-minded beliefs that transfer students are not valuable. Overall, my first week and a half has been really good. I'm recording this episode on a Friday, so Juma Mubarak, I'm going to the first on-campus Friday prayer today actually in a few hours and I'm really excited for that and then I have a class sadly on Monday Wednesday Friday I really always try and get Fridays off for classes and I use Friday as a catch-up day slash a day to kind of like work on content so like a lot of the times I'll just record podcasts on Fridays but could not get that so honestly I'm just getting adjusted to everything and I really need to find like another library and see if they have study rooms where the walls are not glass and where the people outside can't hear me because honestly this hasn't been bad recording this episode but I would just rather have more privacy because I feel like recording a podcast episode is just like more of a private thing and I want to be able to open up and like have a conversation with you guys without worrying about other people listening in you know what i'm saying anyways thank you guys for listening to this episode the last thing i want to leave you guys on this episode is just good luck with your next chapter whether or not you're in school and do everything with intentionality make sure to rate and review this podcast it actually really does help when you guys rate my podcast or even just like leave a review whether that's on the podcast app or in the comment section over on the podcast instagram make sure you guys are following that to be a part of the community it's just a lot more interactive and it's really nice kind of hearing your guys's povs and voices over on there and stay tuned for next week's episode i will see you guys next week bye my friends on the internet
Talk to me.